Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. This is Jason Gore, and you're listening to Wrestling Mayhem Show. Wrestling Mayhem Show dot com. It's the best day of the week. Today is the day that you have chosen to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is DJ Lunchbox putting it the fuck down for you. Let's fucking do this. Monday night, you know it must be raw Leaders being a whore and not wearing a bra Seen his damn belt still spin around his waist I can ship at a rhymes on what comes out of his face Tuesday night and it's EC Dub Michael Q. Knoxville, join the club If you take of the shit, scream out Boop, boop, this ain't EC Dub And we can tell that too Wednesday night, ROH on DVD The best wrestling on the planet to the nth degree Joe Damon's delirious, Daniel City Kimikaze, homicide, the rock wireless And Kansas Kobashi Thursday night, TNA on Spike Bruce is booking, so that means I'm Deck the halls of wrestling mayhem show it is the christmas season as you can see by all the lights scary christmas scary christmas with all the lights going on right there, we are festive here in the Mayhem. I've set up my tutu, my tutu train, my choo-choo train <laughs> upstairs. You can see the twitch. Sorg wants a tutu for I Christmas. I want a tutu for Christmas. Father's and of course, playing with his trains again. Ultimate X is all set. Look at that. Yeah. Ultimate X is all set for Christmas. Oh, oh shit. Blinking. <laughs> What's that? His mouth is blinking. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Your mouth is blinking. All right, guys. It is Your wrestling mouth is show. blinking. It's two forty-eight. I am Sorg. Look, we got titles. We're figuring out Wirecast. Big thanks to the tutorials uh, provided over by thetuckbuzz.net. Steve over there from up in my old neck of the woods in Sharon, PA. Uh, thanks for those. We're learning a lot. And three year, three weeks in on this crash course, so we're doing pretty good. Of course, with me as usual. Hey, we had a Texas guy on the Awesome Cast tonight from over in Austin. And we got a younger one that doesn't know programming right here in the Wrestle Fan who <laughs> likes to likes to to exist within his title somehow. Oh um, Jesus! <laughs> we'll work on that. You don't you don't have to mess up. We're everything not used like to this. Like, everybody knows your Twitter now at Wrestling Fan Two Thousand Wrestle Fan Two Thousand down there in Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> How are you doing this week, Wrestle Fan? I am doing spendiferous because it is the Christmas season. If you can't see back there, we can't. Those are those are stockings. Okay. <laughs> Stockings hung. Are they hung by a chimney with Are care? Are they just black socks? Because that's what yeah, they kind of look like. <laughs> no, they're red. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, you kind of don't have any color going on there, so. Yeah, I, it's a dark Christmas. <laughs> oh, oh, it's one of those kinds of years. <laughs> uh, and also with us from the Bronx, New York, where uh, I'm sure he's going to be uh, looking fondly on the new uh, Google Tower that we were just talking about. And Batman is apparently there. God of Knights, ladies and gentlemen. Mad Mike, the yes. dashing one, is with us I, tonight. I am full of flash, full of dash, and I help Santa get you your stash. And I, I apologize, you're, you're once again the fuzzy Mad Mike, uh, as with last week. I don't know what's going on with it's, it. I, I think it's something with the new cycle. okay, so... What's that? Sorg, like it's because I'm very cuddly. It's fine. Okay, oh, I got you. Like the fuzzies. The, the fuzzies. 
Yes, ladies. Yeah, caught me the earlier. Scary, the scary, scary fuzzies. Scary kiss. <laughs> next week, no, next, this year for that, we're doing a video, much like we did over Mikey Big Bob over there. Uh, SorgatronMedia.com. Go check that out. Uh, Whoa. We'll, we'll get into that later. A very that with me. Video. No, not with you. No. I, well, no. We're not doing one of those where it's in the bed like with Mikey and Big Bob. Oh, Whoa. okay. We're going. Oh, let's go there, right there. SorgatronMedia.com. You'll explain. Actually, there's. It, that's actually that's the guys from last week. Um, scheduled to be joined here shortly with uh, by Joe Dombrowski, announcer for Ring of Honor uh, and and uh, Pro Wrestling Ohio. There's a big show coming up this weekend with PWO next week with the ROH. Show. We'll be talking about that and anything else on his mind because he likes to tell you what's on his mind. Uh, dropping Joe, bombs, dropping bombs with Joey D. Uh, but we'll get in that in a little bit. We have a couple of fan fan contributions Sorry. this week, guys. What? Sork, What's Sork. Up, yes, before sir. we get to the before we get into the very important fan mail. Yes. I I I think we should let oh, people know. Oh, there's that. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, I forgot that, the whole intro. Wait, wait. That, we'll you know, hold that. We hold are that. the droids you are looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, sir. We nice are. Segue. The WMS Gold app is over on the Android. We don't know how to have you guys find it yet. Uh, I know, uh, somebody that used to be called Doc Remedy told me earlier today, uh, that, uh, if you look up the wrestling show on some of the Android app, uh, marketplaces, we will come up. Uh, if you look for Wizard Media and I want to say wrestling, uh, it should come up. We'll have links shortly on WrestlingMayhemShow.com. We'll be talking in the weeks coming up. Uh, you guys, uh, you know, get a chance, give me a review, let me know how it is, because I do not have an Android device on, on me. I have, I, we have iPhones, we have iPads, do not have Android devices in-house uh, to test it with. But the rest of the crew does, for the most part. Um, this, this is... Sork. This is... Oh, go ahead. I, I'm making a bold proclamation. That's that. For you Wrestling Mayhem fans out there that have Androids, mm -hmm. email us as soon as you download the Android app. The first person that emails it will get a free SmackDown poster from Mad Mike. Wow. There you go. So Boom. You go. Boom. That has happened. Throw in the contest. Be the first to buy something. Boom. Wait, wait. There we go. Right there. For Is those it? that can tell, this phone, yes. powered by Android, Yes. My, the app will be on this cellular device in within a week. Within hold on, a week. Hold on. I can do, I can fan, do you like can't win. I can do it like on the show. Ooh, you oh, can't wow. win, Russell fan. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Trying to do so, the iPhone thing. Oh, oh, oh like the old graphic where it comes at your head, oh. I see. And, of course, if you're not on that, you can also hit us up. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Good times! Or 412-206-WMS0. I'll have titles for those next week, I swear. Truck um, mail! Yes. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's do some fan mail. <laughs> Let's do, some fan mail. Mail. let's do some goddamn motherfucking whoa, fan mail, Sork. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, let's, let's flip it up a little bit, because let me see if this works, and we'll do a voicemail, and it doesn't work. Fuck! Man. Huh. Huh. That's, a, that's, that's really losing for me right here. All right, I'm in some kind of Internet Explorer compatibility mode here, so uh, give me one second. <laughs> All right, if somebody want to read that fan mail, go right ahead, guys. Nobody's well, Russell fan, do you no. want to take the fan mail or do you want me to take it? I, I will take the fan mail. It's, All right, go ahead, sir. It's it's okay, from the WMS. Ha! Ha! You guys know this, obviously, but I am a man with my own opinions and values that I hold truly to myself. 
I am someone who can speak his mind when he wants and have self-restraint when needed. Some people, however, don't okay. have that. Shane Holmes and his two buddies, one from each nut, have their own podcast that appears every Wednesday night, and there was a strangle, strange turn of events that happened that caught my attention. One is very well known, but the other one has been swept under the carpet. First of all, first all of you... First, as all you know, he bashed HBK, claiming that his religion is not who Shawn Michaels truly is, but a gimmick. He later tweeted that he's the, quote, biggest hypocrite in the business and snorted more coke than anybody else in professional wrestling. The Strange Society was a gimmick. The ministry was a gimmick. The corporate ministry was a gimmick. A man's religion, however, should never be called a gimmick. Wow. Shawn Michaels had a lot on his plate early in his life, money, fame, drugs, etc. He left the WWE for a while to get help for his troubles as his life fell apart. He lost his fucking smile for fuck's sake. Maybe if Shane didn't get fucked up with his three count buddies, he would have saw that. Next is the <laughs> snorted more coke line. Does Shane now Helms know who he, he's friends with? His friend nearly got stripped of yet another title due to his drug activities. Jeff Hardy lost his smile a year ago. Then he found it. Then he chopped it up and snorted it all. <laughs> and if there were any crows oh, left, awesome. you know who would have gotten them. Shane Helms. Wow. Wow. Riz, Riz might have just gotten line of the night without saying anything. Maybe, maybe the title <laughs> of the show. Possibly. Snorting your smile. <laughs> now, Death Hardy snorting his smile. Now comes the story that was brushed under the carpet. In his first hour of his two-hour horse shit show, he talked about Alex Riley and his DUI. He then goes on a rant about how all DUI should be treated equally in the WWE because that is what he was fired from the WWE for. From what did Shane Helms forget here? Two things. One is a four-letter word and a little white circular pill that makes all the pain go away. And the other, he beat up a taxi cab driver. He claimed that A-Rise could have injured or killed someone while under the influence of a motor vehicle. However, he didn't. Shane Helms, on the other hand, injured someone, allegedly. If Shane Helms was driving and just got pulled over for a DUI like Alex Riley did, he would still be in the World Wrestling Entertainment. If Alex Riley punched out a cavity, like Shane Helms did, he would be out for, of a job and spending his days taking shots at guys. So in conclusion, <laughs> Shane Helms, not Shawn Michaels, is the biggest hypocrite in wrestling today. Hmm. Until next time, Riz. And uh, isn't it interesting that uh, those Omega guys that have been much you know, put over the last 10 years, like they're the future of wrestling and everything. I've turned into like the douchebag squad of Carolina at this point, uh, as far oh, as you know, perception, you know, her, I, I just have one question hmm. to the hurricane regarding his comments. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up with that? Just about. 101. There you go. There you go. All right, guys. We got a very congratulations. That's the only thing you'll ever be famous for. Yeah. There you go. He's a hurricane. That one little pose and a simple question. That's pretty much it. All right. We do got a message here. uh, Google a Google message from Hotline Four One Two Two Zero Six WMS Zero. If you guys want to chime in on that, let's see if this works. Hi, my name is Jordan. I was I was just calling to say that. 
my boy Randy Orton and John Cena are one of my best, bestest wrestlers in the world that I really like. Cool. And I just want to say that Randy Orton and John Cena, even though they don't like each other, they still on the same side. Like Raw and SmackDown, they still on Raw. And I don't know why they hate each other, but since John Cena was fired the other day, last week, or the week before, he he arrived he he arrived unexpectedly and if the Nexus will give John Cena his job back that's what I would like them to do because the Nexus need to be stopped right away and I don't know if John Cena is going to stop him or not but he needs to put an end to that career and stuff before he is gone forever but John Cena needs to get his job back right away so I just like to I I just like to get that out and see what you say so. So, that's it. There you go. All right. All right. Welcome, uh, Jordan. Oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> Sorry, the phone doesn't always work out that well. So, uh, I'm pretty sure he said his name was Jordan. Jordan Duran? I'm guessing. I, I went with Duran. In Jordan Duran. That's what we're going to call Durand. you from now on. Yes, yes. Your new and don't name feel for bad. the show is Jordan Duran. Don't feel bad if we got it completely wrong, because I'm pretty sure uh, Mad Mike was originally from Canada, and WrestleFan was from everywhere but Texas. Uh, when we I think I was this. also black once. You were black at one point. I, I, I did this ter- determine you were black probably the first uh, email you sent us. Um, yes, because I am straight gangster. We're not good at fan relations, but we sure do try. Hey, Sork, Sork, hmm. we're fucking phenomenal fan relations, all right? <laughs> Two thirds of the show is fans who became members of the show. That that, that is true. This is true. This is the the how we cycle <laughs> in talent. God. If you bug us enough, we'll let you on the show. That's the lesson right there. Basically, email is FCW. Or NXT. <laughs> it's the, and uh, sooner or later, you no, will no, no, be called no, no, up no, to no. the majors. See, like, see. Magus is my rookie. There you go. There I you am go. his pro. There you go. No, no, no. The, the emails L- into the Ralph show are fan, like... fan is LB's pro. There you go. There you go. I don't remember oh, how the other way around. Fan on the first time. How, WrestleFan, mm-hmm. how did you get here? It, 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 was <laughs> a, it was a mix of magic and all this other... <laughs> Hoopley do that I can't explain. Thank you for giving me a real damn answer to that. Okay. See, that was um, totally a lunchbox wow. answer. He's learned well from his answer. pro. Yeah, he, he has learned. It's, it's a shame that Doc Remedy's rookie Nate Diesel never came on the show. Yeah. The winner uh, even carry kegs. Who? Yeah, I dropped a Nate Diesel reference. You're welcome, everyone. Oh, there, you <laughs> there you go, everybody. Drink. That kid. Everybody drink. I realize. I, I I apologize. I hope you guys have been on in the chat room because I have not had it up here. And and um, Sork, do you yes. remember who my rookie was? Who was your rookie? Brian Chappelle. Brian Chappelle, who dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, he, I'm still friends with him on he Facebook. He I'm friends with him on Twitter. He tweets he? me. Really? That's cool. Is yes, from time to time. Does he still listen? I have no idea. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, we're gonna put a line in here I, to Funky Joey Dabrowski. And see, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's on a computer where you guys can't Joey see the phone D. number. Funky Joe. Joey D dropping Joey bombs. D. Dropping bombs on the Mayhem Show. Joey D, how you doing? 
I'm doing pretty well. I'm kind of frightened by what I'm in store for and what sort of debauchery you gentlemen are causing, but I'm still happy to be here. Oh, the usual, the usual. We have the Christmas lights up. We have uh, the stuffed owl uh, uh, wrapped in the said Christmas lights. Uh, are you doing anything uh, uh, festive for, for, for Christmas? Do you have the uh, uh, Dombrowski, uh, Dombrowski uh, Central Office there uh, decorated in any fashion? Not yet. I'm I'm going to get some uh, crudely hung up lights, and uh, uh, I'm looking for one of those uh, African-American Santa Clauses they used to have on HPW. If I can get one of those, I'm going to be in the holiday spirit real quick. Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. My, my dad actually has one of those. <laughs> we put yeah, it we can do some business then. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. What was that, Joe? We can do some business then if there's if there's one on the market. Excellent. Um, ho ho ho! Takes on an entirely different meaning when you have a black Santa Claus. That's true. That's true. Um, so uh, yeah, we wanted to get you on. Of course, there's a big show coming up this weekend with Pro Wrestling Ohio. Um, yeah, the TV tapings uh, up there at Niles. Um, so I, I wanted to kind of touch base with you. This is the first the first show coming up after Resolution, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so this is kind of their, the, the, you know, first big, you know, kind of, uh, aftermath, right? Well, uh, we, our, our first television taping, uh, after resolution was, was this past October oh, and, right. uh, due to some scheduling snafus, this, this will be our second. Um, and, and I'm really excited over the fact that this is the first time we've been, to uh, Niles to present a PWO exclusive show. Mm -hmm. uh, anyone that may have been there in the past, we were there last January and there again last May. Uh, we were in conjunction with the CWE Championship Wrestling Experience promotion, and uh, you know, great guys, uh, great talent they use. I uh, you know spent many years working there as well. But uh, when you have two different masters to serve and two different rosters, things can get cluttered and things can get uh, overdrawn and, and, and the fans can get burned out seeing, you know, two groups with two different agendas and two different philosophies in the same night. This will be the first time we'll be in Niles uh, exclusively as PWO doing our television taping start to finish. Uh, fans will get a very uh, energized, emotional, action-packed two-and-a-half to three-hour show. It's not going to drag. It's not going to be too short. It's going to be just right, just what the fans want. And uh, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, you'll like it. If you're a Cleveland fan, you'll like it. Um, our main event that night uh, is going to be, for the first time ever, the PWO title, our top championship, will be on the line in a four-way match. Johnny Gargano will defend the title against M-Dog 20, Matt Cross, who had a unbelievable uh, match against Gargano to main event Resolution 3. Uh, there's some clips of that on our YouTube account, youtube.com slash Wrestling. Uh, on this four-way match, Jason Bain, uh, the most dominant man in PWO, who came off of uh, pinning Raven at Resolution 3, which... Uh, tried, very few succeeded in defeating Raven, one, two, three, center of the ring. That clip is on YouTube as well. Uh, and the fourth man is Marion Fa Payne, someone who has uh, seen eye to eye with PWO as a whole, or yours truly, or a lot of other people, but uh, 
made his mark. He made his statement. He wrestled Hacksaw Jim Duggan at Resolution 3. He had a very competitive match with Gargano last October at the TV tapings. And uh, it should be interesting to see these four men, very diverse personalities, eliminate style. Uh, so there will be three falls uh, before we have the winner and the PWO champion. Excellent, excellent. Um, so, uh, and everything's uh, how so so so. How's the N- Niles crowd compare with uh, Cleveland? Of course, uh, you know Cleveland's kind of notorious for being you know, kind of crazier crowds from stories we've heard here, you know, on this show and everything. Uh, now, Niles, I know, I you know, I grew up from up in that area, up around the Greenville Jamestown area, so I always hear about you know the old WWE shows coming there. Is it, is, is it still kind of a big wrestling town that that you know kind of should have been? You know, the crowds vary so much depending on, and it's not even city to city, it's, it, it can be town to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, has, uh, you know, we're in the normal philosophy of, well, we home base, uh, in favor of into, uh, wherever our, our television show hits basic cable, which is, uh, you know, four and a half million homes. That covers uh, a big chunk of the state. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had we've had crowds that uh, um, you know have been big, small, uh, quiet, energetic. Uh, we've run the gamut, and and the crowd in Niles. The, the first time we we were there, um, great crowd, uh, a lot of people there, very energetic. Second time, not so much to do a variety of reasons, but I, I'm very optimistic for the third time around. Um, we have uh, uh, a great advertising campaign around Youngstown. I've heard from people that live in the area that have said, you know, hey, I've got friends that are asking me, you know, about this show. They've seen the flyers. They're interested in it. Uh, we're going to be mentioned this week in uh, uh, the Tribune Chronicle, which is a section based uh, in that Youngstown newspaper. Uh, they're going to have a story and I think some photos. Uh, for the show, so I'm um, hope see. I think Youngstown's very untapped as far as uh, wrestling fans, live entertainment, that sort of thing. I, I think there's a definite market there uh, that maybe other organizations uh, try to tap into, but maybe didn't have the means, didn't have the the, the personal abilities, or whatever it may be. Um, so I'm hoping for for a large, lively crowd with a lot of energy, ready to be seen on TV, and if the demand is there, we'll be happy to supply it, and we'll be happy to make Niles, uh, you know, one of our regular stops two, three times every year. I'm excited about that. I'm excited for anything that's going to be closer to my folks back home that I can uh, uh, drag my nephew out to because I know he enjoys those Franklin shows that uh, that, uh, that they've done with the IWC. Um, so that's great to see more wrestling up in that area. You know, I think it's a really untapped area, uh, to be honest. But um, uh, but also, uh, and I don't know if you're going to be involved with this. I ha- I didn't hear the the uh, yet. But uh, uh, next weekend uh, is going to be uh, a Ring of Honor's final battle pay per view. Uh, I want to see if you know uh, some thoughts. Uh, uh, of, you know, let people know what's going on in Ring of Honor these days if they're not following along on HDNet. Well, I'll tell you what. I- I'm I'm not going to be um, on the air. Uh, on on the uh, on the 18th for final battle, but but I'm going to be there because I want to see this show. I, I I have to see this. Seeing how everything is built uh, throughout the year on DVD 
and and personally, I'm most looking forward to my favorite rivalry this year anywhere in wrestling: uh, El Generico and Kevin Steen. Mm-hmm. A rivalry that got so personal and so violent and so psychological as well. And that's a game. That's an aspect of the game that's, that's overlooked by a lot of casual fans. But but it's it's so so important to watch Kevin Steen. Turn on his best friend of, of, of six, their partner of six years, best friend of, of even longer, I'm sure, El Gennaro, aligned with Steve Carino, turned into this sick, sadistic, conscienceless person. Uh, uh, you know, belittle Gennaro, call him a cancer, call him a disease, a sickness. Uh, and then to watch Gennaro, uh, A, sulk around for so many months. Uh, I'm sure, you know, we've all been through at some points in our lives, a close friend or a best friend that we feel has wronged us or turns their back on us or their demeanor and attitude changes around entirely and you don't even feel like it's the same person. And I think a lot of us can could relate with Generico um, for all those months. And we saw Colt Cabana come around and, and try to pep talk him and build him back up and we slowly saw Generico realize you know what, If I ha- the only way to get rid of this, this demon is to physically exercise and have to stand up for myself and show I'm not going to be the one pushed around, bullied around. And, and Generico, you know, he was a man possessed in Toronto at, at the first pay-per-view I did uh, back in June. And uh, the chain match in, in New York City at Glory Bonner 9 uh, last September raised the bar even more. And, and ended with Kevin Steen ripping off Generico's mask. And, you know, just when Steen lost that control over Generico internally, he comes back and he steals Generico's entire public identity. And, and now we have the ultimate stakes with Generico and Steen one-on-one, Steen's career versus Generico's mask. And, and many can argue that Generico's career is his mask. Uh, certainly, Generico is a hell of a wrestler no matter what he wears, but that's his identity. That's, that's how he's known the world over. So, um, both of these men's lives are going to change forever uh, next week uh, on the 18th, regardless. And, and then you look at uh, Roderick Strong, who you know went 0-15 in Ring of Honor World Title matches until he finally, finally uh, was able to win the big one at uh, Glory by Honor 9. And, and you... you and now we come back more intense and more focused than ever. He's looking to be the guy, the, the, the man on top. And to say that Davey Richards is more intense than ever says a hell of a lot. So uh, the hunt will be on, and it may be feeding time uh, on the 18th. And, and also, you got to look at the the kings of wrestling and, and Shane Hagenor and how personal they've made the rivalry with, uh, with Jay and Mark Briscoe and inserting the father of the Briscoes into things. And the Briscoes, in many ways, they're very simplistic uh, uh, guys. They like to drink. They like to fight. Um, you know, and not much else. But one thing they do have, they have very, very strong family values. And, and Hero and Claudio pulled the punk card of the Briscoe's father. He jumped the rail to defend himself, and, and it has not been the same since. And Papa Briscoe is going to be in the next six minutes as well. I'm not going to look for him to wrestle the HK European style, but uh, I think Shane Hagedorn is in for a world of hurt. 
Plus, uh, it's also mentioned in Christopher Daniels of Homicide will be there. Two two major names have been around the world. Uh, Serena Deeb has been announced, mm-hmm. teaming with Sarah Del Rey against Daisy Hayes and Awesome Kong uh, with the Women of Honor. Um, you know, my boy Adam Cole is, is advertised. I'm a big fan of Adam Cole, uh, who's come out of Philadelphia in the past year or two and really blown up. He looks like the star, carries himself like a star, talks like a star, thinks like a star. Adam Cole is going to be in three or five years on the tip of everybody's tongue, and they'll be talking about him, and, and he'll be involved as well. So, you know, my my time in my time in New York for Glory Bonner, just uh, amazing feeling with all the fans there, as rabid as they are. The New York crowd—you don't need to explain how a New York crowd is. It's it's an entirely different category unto itself, and 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 factor in. You know, all the guys there, you know, like a Terry Funk, like the world's greatest tag team. All these, the guys from the outside that love Ring of Honor and support Ring of Honor. And, and you've got all these pay-per-views, 35, 45, 50 dollars, that, you know, a lot of them are all down. A lot of them cater to the mainstream. They're not wrestling for wrestling fans, like definitely, PWO or Ring of Honor. I, I was, and, tweeting, I was tweeting last night that, uh, uh, you know, I watched TNA. I think, uh, TNA was good for a wrestling show. But I really don't think it's I don't think it's anywhere near worth the 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 forty forty five dollars for a pay per view, you know. Well, here's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Here's the bottom line. WWE has great storytelling, yes, great production, yes. Um, but they they lack that emotion. They lack that unpredictability. They lack the things that really make exactly. wrestling fun. Exactly. TNA. TNA is a, a very fun show to watch, and they have a lot of energy and a lot of spontaneity, and they have a very realistic presentation, but you don't have that long-term model in place, that long-term plan in place to to tell those long-term stories. Mm-hmm. And the perfect example of that is look at Jay Lethal a few months ago with Ric Flair. Look at his visibility now. Yeah, um, it's a roller coaster. Yeah, look look at Rhino when they were starting the main event mafia and look at Rhino thereafter. Um so to me Ring of Honor has the best of both worlds. You have a realistic presentation, your intelligence is not insulted, uh you have more action than you're gonna get anywhere else and for a fraction of the price and and you get that storytelling that makes you believe and makes you wanna believe and makes you care and emotionally invests you. You know, I uh I'm emotionally invested, and I was working there. You know, I, 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 it was business to me, but I can't help but feel the plight of El Generico. I can't help but, but you know, feel the pain of the Briscoes chasing the kings of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and Ring of Honor, they, they've had, you know, their pros and cons and ups and downs in the past. But, but for me, this has been their strongest year yet. Yes. And to see the climax of that year, I think that's something that no one should miss. Uh, speaking of, you know, uh, to move on a little bit, what else is going on? Now, I know you're you're somebody that pays attention a lot to the independent scene, of course, with everything Ring of Honor, PWIWC. I know you got your ear to the ground on a lot of going out there. Uh, I've just last night, of course, uh, learned about uh, the NXT uh, new season. A lot of rookies, I think one is actually from the Cleveland area, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, do you have any insight on uh, who's going to be showing up on the NXT? And just in general, what do you think of, uh, aside from this last women's uh, side of it, because I, I, I consider that a travesty personally. Uh, what do you think about NXT and how it's been going as a concept so far for, for the new guys coming up? Well, I'll say I, I loved season three of NXT because it, it combined two of my favorite things. It combined pro wrestling and Mystery Science Theater 3000. 
And that, to me, was a, was a brilliant combination. Uh, NXT overall, uh, it has its pros and cons. It, mm-hmm. it, it's an easy way, like the WZCW show, it was a really easy way to introduce new guys and establish them and, and make them the focal point of a show. Yeah. Where if you had a guy like Caval or Alex Riley or whoever on Raw or SmackDown, they would be lost in the shuffle. Uh, it gives them, you know, 13 weeks, whatever, to find their legs, get running, and uh, build something up for themselves. On the other hand, um, some of the positions they put these guys in almost seems destined to fail, set up to fail. You know, as a fan, I'm not going to look at you as a larger-than-life superstar if you're fumbling over your words doing a promo about a flower or if you're, you know, running up the arena steps to go chug a soda. Um, it's an interesting concept and it's uh, on the internationally, you know, that first movie could probably still be in here or so. It has an audience. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, I'm not real familiar with a lot of the guys there because I don't have access to, to the developmental shows. Um, but I do know that Derek Bateman on the show uh, has worked for PWO as well as a lot of other uh, Cleveland, Youngstown, et cetera, area independents. Uh, he was known as the deviant Michael Hutter. Uh, he was trained by J-Rock. And he's, he's always had the physical tools. And uh, he's always been, you know, a, a guy that stood out above the pack, um, you know, certainly physically, athletically. Uh, when you look at the area, and uh, you know he's been down in uh, Florida for maybe a couple years now, so I, I think he's ready for the opportunity. I think he has the tools they're looking for. Um, so uh, I see, I see, I see very simple things in this future, regardless of um, you know how this season goes. Uh, really. Regardless of the voting, regardless of, of who places where, I think WWE has in mind who they want to run with and who they don't. And if if I'm booking a wrestling company, Michael Hutter, Derek Bateman, the guy I want to run with because mm-hmm. he he has that star quality and he has the athletic background. And uh, unfortunately, it was a injury that kind of hampered where we could go with him. Um, but, you know, I'm happy to say he was there and I'm, I'm, uh, I hope he goes, you know, as far as he can, because if he becomes a major star and people start thinking, well, where'd this guy come from? And they look to us, you know, that helps this area. That's, that's what Cleveland and Pittsburgh desperately needs. And, you know, areas like Philly and Jersey have that, uh, the Midwest has it because you got punk and, and, and Evan Bourne and, and, you know, tons of TNA and Ring of Honor guys came from that area and IWA and, and the like. But Pittsburgh and Cleveland, you know, who have they churned out that has mainstream success since Kurt? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't count Miz since he didn't do area indies. I don't count Ziggler because he didn't do area indies. You know, it's, you know, uh, Kalen Croft, you know, no disrespect to him, but that's the best example you can get of a guy, you know, who's really branched out to, to mainstream him and Michael Tarver, uh, who's who's injured right now, who did the uh, the Nexus thing. The more guys we can get on WWE and TNA television every week mm-hmm. that started here, so people will go back, buy the DVDs, watch their progression, and then 
fall in love with all these other guys that are still here and coming up, that helps the business as a whole. There's definitely no no lack of talent as far as that goes with the guys we see here. Um, and then they're definitely they're definitely getting a name around. You know, I know a couple guys from the oh, area. Absolutely. A couple guys from the area I know have been uh, hanging around the Ring of Honor. Hope, you know, once in a while popping up on TV, we see them. So hopefully, we see mm-hmm. more of that too. You know. Yeah. Well, I think everybody everybody in PWO um, they're there because I see something special in them. Yeah. Whether it's whether it's a guy who will who will bust his butt and take every chance in the world, like Aaron Draven, whether it's a guy full of personality uh, and energy, like Nicky Valentino. Whether it's you know your top guys like your Garganos and your M Dogs, um, Bobby Beverly has made huge strides. Aaron Draven, like I mentioned, has made huge strides. Uh, Matthew Justice is in the best physical shape of his life. Um, you know, Jason Gorey makes his PWO debut this weekend, and and he's come a long way from from where he's been. And I you know I followed him since day one. Um, Michael Facade, you know, has a style and look completely unique unto himself, which is so rare to find. But he has it. Uh, you know, Aeroform, Flip and mm-hmm. Linden. There's so many guys around here mm-hmm. um, who either live around here or apply their trade here that just need the platform, and the rest is history. Uh, and uh, question from the chat room actually, Riz, in there. Uh, is asking uh, who who do you think not counting guys in ROH uh, think is the next guy to make a big? I, I'm presuming from the area here. Um, well, uh, if you don't count what he's done already, uh, Johnny Gargano to me is mm-hmm. is, a, is a an easy layup. Uh, he's got Dragon Day right now and Chikara and a lot of other stuff, oh, yeah. but Dragon he Gate. has. Yeah. He has a lot of star quality to him, and, and, and he, he gets it now more than ever. Uh, Shima Zion, I look at Shima, and I see, I see star just exuding out of his pores. He has an amazing look. And, um, you know, his, his interviews have improved a lot, and, and he's been able to tour the world and, and do camps and, and do so much to, to, to learn and diversify himself. I'm a big fan of Bobby Beverly, who he's coming along very quickly, and and those puzzle pieces are starting to fall into line. Um, you know, I mean, until his retirement, I would have put Jimmy DeMarco on that list because of how captivating he is yeah. uh, with the people. Um, there's, there's so many guys who you can look at too beneath the, that level and say okay, well, they're, they're just missing one or two little things, and once it clicks, boom. You know, Gregory Iron um, has the best feel-good story in wrestling aside from Zach Allen. And, you know, the and you cannot hear that story and not be touched. So, you know, not even counting the fact that he has a tremendous mind and, and is in tremendous physical shape, um, that story alone is gold in my eyes. Um, so, and and Eric Ryan, who's now known as Cursed in PWO, you know, mm-hmm. not going to be next national breakout star, but he's progressed a lot too in, in recent months. And, uh, you know, I'm very proud of him. Um, but, you know, from different levels, top to bottom, everybody is improving and everybody is, is striving, at least, 
uh, you know, who I work with, striving to get to the next level, and that's what I want to see. I don't want guys that are complacent that are content being the best wrestler in this town or the best wrestler in this promotion. I want the guys that are going to become the best in that town and then ask themselves, okay, what do I got to do to be the best in that town too? What, what do I got to do to get Ring of Honor to notice me? TNA, WWE, Japan, whatever. Because uh, as soon as you're complacent, you stop growing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the more these guys realize the opportunities are there, the talent's there, maybe just the geography's wrong or the timing's wrong or whatever, and they have to make up for it, um, you know, the more successful they'll be. And, and another problem is lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't believe they can do it just because there's long odds. You know, sure, there's a less than 1% chance, but if you don't try to begin with, odds are a lot longer than that. So, you know, what I, what makes me happy is to see guys that believe in themselves, you know, spend time in the gym, spend time in that ring, wherever, whatever, spend time emailing, talking to promoters, um, you know, always searching for that next plateau, dreaming higher. And we got a lot of guys around here that do that, and I think it's only a matter of time before you're going to see a few more break that uh, imaginary glass ceiling in this area. Excellent. Uh, well, Joe, I want to thank you for coming on. Always a great time uh, talking with you uh, about what's going on in the area and beyond. Uh, if anybody wants to check out Buck Joe, uh, we've had it on the screen. His Twitter, at Joe Dombrowski, right there. He's on the Facebooks. Uh, he loves technology from my discussions with him, by the way. Um, especially when you foursquare. Um, yeah. Oh, ho, ho. I'm going to check into your studio uh, look, and I kick your checked, ass uh, out. Yeah, I, just, I almost forgot I checked in. I'm still mayor. You know, you know, some asshole that's never been here keeps checking in and taking my mayorship of this room. I swear I'm the only one that's been here. Um, oh, my God. Corruption in politics. I, know, I can't I believe know. it. Foursquare. What are you going to do when Foursquare is corrupt, you know? I mean, uh, there you go. But, as much fun as I'm having uh, plugging a website and a service I don't understand, I will also <laughs> mention you can log on to PWOWrestling.com and get tickets. The mm-hmm. PWO Live event this Sunday at 5 p.m. at the Expo Center. The address and all those fun contacts are on PWOWrestling.com or Facebook.com slash Pro Wrestling Ohio. And you can also order Final Battle 2010 on pay-per-view at GoFightLive.me. There you go. Thanks a lot, Joe. Always a pleasure. Everybody else, hang on. There's a little bit of uh, sampling from the gold, which is now on Android, by the way, and we'll be back with who knows going to be on the Skype line next. See you guys. Mayhem show. That guy. <laughs> what a douche. Fucking that Omega Wrestling came. Their fucking stock is dropping. Dude, Whoa. Why, why is Sword holding a long phallic thing? Hey, this is Sarah Del Rey, and you're listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. You're watching the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is awesome. Online at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it is part two here. Five. Right show. Everybody's talking. Ah, uh, two two forty eight. I might have said two seventy eight earlier. I don't know. Maybe. Um, Joe Dombrowski, thanks a lot for having uh, having yourself on. One of these times, Thank I'll get you to the wrap. 
<laughs> Go check out Joey D for sweet, dropping bombs. Sweet D, sweet D in the studio, uh, in all that. Uh, so guys, uh, we got. <laughs> we, Sorry, there's always some sweet D in that studio. Oh, oh, hey, yeah, hey. that's right. Yeah. Marco's under my desk. Then moving on, uh, joining us is DJ <laughs> Lunchbox. How you doing, sir? You're under. Where are you? Are you under your own desk? What's going on there? Whoa. Hey. <laughs> and I and I oh. complain that for eating my banana. Please. <laughs> he's like he's like uh, loving his banana. What are you doing? Hi. <laughs> I'm in the corner. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All right, we'll come back to him later. We'll come back to him later. Um, how you doing, sir? That's that kind of day. It's been that kind. It's great. It's great. Let me just say, I agree with everything there is said. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Catching up on the That's fan it. mail. <laughs> if the Riz this, says uh, it, I fucking agree. This week's Mayhem Show is brought to you by our sponsor, our Mayhem Show app, now available on Android. Go get it. Moving on. All we right, are guys. the droids you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, so let's see what's going on in the Mayhem universe. Of course, uh, well, the first thing I, that comes to mind here, uh, have you guys... Michael Cole... <laughs> All right, <laughs> Mad Mike, lead the discussion. I just wanted to say Michael Cole because that's how that's who Michael Cole. All right, let's 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 discuss the renaissance of the best announcing team I think Raw has had in years. Um, the best oh, yeah. show Raw has had since Jr. and the Kings were like both. No, it's better product. than that. It's better than that. Uh, I, I know I was going off on Twitter a little bit about it, but I like CM Punk better than Matt Stryker. You know that I, I, I enjoy the, t- the teachings of my teacher, Matt Stryker. Um, uh, but, but CM Punk has such a subdued style to it. Uh, Stryker, oh, yeah. has, Stryker has really good stuff, but he really slaps you in the face with his, uh, his anecdotes. Uh, Punk just has this stuff that is like, wait, I need to start paying attention to the announcers again because there's good stuff if i because because too many times from the, the weeks before people are like did you hear when punk said this and this and which is obviously a reference to this and in, in from so-and-so indie fed but what no i have to listen now <laughs> you know i'm waiting for him to um, pop like iwc references norm connor's da 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 you know because i mean that's not the first did, time we've heard norm connor's on wwe television so did you hear punk call lay cool Two beautiful people. Yes, little hints like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, is it? See, yeah. I think good. I think what makes Punk so good is that he knows he's not there for a while. He's just there until he heals up. Mm-hmm. So he's just seeing exactly what he can get away with. Striker knows that he's in there for the long haul, or at least hopes he's there for the long haul. Yeah, because he knows he's going to be wrestling again probably within a month, so he's just <laughs> getting it all out there while he can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, he has, some, he has some great one-liners during his commentary. My favorite was during uh, during the King of the Ring. It was uh, uh, it was ever, whoever Kofi Kingston was facing in his first-round match. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said that uh, Kofi Kingston will be could be King Kofi Kingston. The acronyms might not work, but still the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little stuff like that. Little stuff that, like, if you're not paying attention, you would never catch. If you're just watching a wrestling show blindly, yeah. He you also know. referenced that he got Kofi Kingston a tag team title. I didn't even yeah. remember that shit. <laughs> when did that happen? Yeah. 
like two years ago. That was, that was way back. Punkin' Kofi, yeah, yeah. And I like that he's mm-hmm. really kind of stepped back from the whole straight edge thing, yet gets angry when you spill his diet, his diet coke. Uh, oh my god. That was awesome. Oh, the, the end sequence where, uh, where he's bitching about it the whole time. Sita comes over, hands him the diet, the diet, uh, was it Diet Coke? Isn't that kind of a good character? I think it was a diet. So, and then, and then, you, and then Punk just, Punk just like takes the can and tosses it over his shoulder. You see it splash in the corner. <laughs> uh, that was fantastic. That was, that was another one was like, you gotta pay attention to those little things. And, Cena and, even gave mm-hmm. him one of his armbands. Did he? Yeah, yeah, I know, and he, he, and he threw it in his face. And Punk just threw it back at him. <laughs> I mean, it's, it it's, so, it's, it's completely made so WWE true. enjoyable again, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's to the point where, and I'm mm-hmm. almost, made, I brought this point up with, uh, Dabrowski earlier. Uh, it, it's to the point where the, the Raw has become more exciting than the pay-per-views. Uh, there was a, there's a comment in between the ropes from last week, uh, that, that, uh, which happened in Orlando, so they were very excited since that's their hometown. Um, that, you know, that you had grown men high-fiving over a fake wrestling match because Wynn had won the, Miz has won, had won the belt, um, was, was, you know, something special that, that, that happened there. And that happened. Yeah. The night after a pay-per-view, wasn't it? Or the week after? Um, something like that. Uh, you know, yeah. that you're not getting those moments at the pay-per-views. It's again, another stepping stone to the storyline. You know, there's more. Yeah. It becomes almost a throwback, um, Maybe not exactly, but almost a throwback to back to like you know ninety six, ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More crash TV. You know? What's going to happen? Uh, the celebrity stuff is kind of thrown a new angle on it. Now they're kind of subdu- excuse me, subduing it a little bit, uh, and, and and they pop in you know here or there. Uh, like like Pee Wee Herman was completely random. Uh, Lita shows up. I mean, you never. It, it, it's going back to the, you never know what's going to pop up. You know, and I think I uh, love I love that. Even the stuff that doesn't work on the show, yeah. per se, yeah. Punk will now call it out. Like, yeah. when Miss mm-hmm. America came out and did her ring announcing, Punk just went, wow, she's really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and crazy stuff like that. Like, like he calls the Bellas a four every week consistently. Um, it's been pretty funny. So... Um, but yeah, okay, so WWE, uh, having a renaissance. And, and I think I've mentioned before, when has WWE not kind of bottomed out this time of the year? You know? I oh, mean, yeah. It really feels like. Usually it's just, yeah, it's usually just a bottom point leading up to, you know, WrestleMania. Yeah, this so. is about when yeah. we have. No, no. They try and coast, no, coast through, uh, tribute to the troops and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through that until, until they start gearing up for the Rumble after the New Year, usually. Uh, this is where you get the experiments like, oh, let's throw the belt on Big Show for a little bit. Let's throw, uh, give, give Sheamus a shot at the belt for a little bit, you know? Uh, hey, let's th- throw right. Hardcore Holly in a title match. There you go. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, nobody cares your neck got broken at this point. Sorry, why I, My prediction for the Royal Rumble title match, because this is the time where they do some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. If Miz retains through TLC, which I think he will, mm-hmm. Miz versus Morrison at the Rumble. There you go. That could be there good. They always like to do that during the Rumble for the title match. Yeah, they yeah, do, the, do a little minor feud. Yeah, like back when... Uh, Back when Jeff Hardy was wrestling uh, Randy Orton for the title. Exactly, exactly. You know, that little one that you're like, you don't really expect anybody to change hands here, but you never know. You know, it's, mm-hmm. It'll be a nice little thing. It's a throwaway because well, I mean, the Royal Rumble's They have story. such a good, like, backstory to them. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Morrison's really moved his way up, so... so. Yeah, exactly. He's probably going to have a match with Sheamus at TLC, and probably win. And then Sheamus will go on to fight Triple H. Morrison has something I'd, to do. I'd be surprised. I, I think she- if they do have a rematch, I think Sheamus will take it, though. Since yeah. Morrison picked up the win at uh, Survivor Series. Speaking, I think Triple H will cost Sheamus the win. Speaking of this uh, little bit of a lull holiday thing, they did announce uh, this, the tribute to the troops for this year, which I don't know whether they're going to have time for any wrestling, considering how many stars are going to be on it. Uh, <laughs> Sean J. Combs' new group, Dirty Money, which basically him and a couple of hoes, Cedric the Entertainer, and other celebrities such as <laughs> Miss America, I believe, uh, that we had Trace on the Atkins, floor. I think. Uh, Remo Faki. Which completely sounds yeah. American. Uh, John Cena's after really John. C- she is uh, J- John <laughs> Cena and plastic. John Cena is advertised for this despite not being employed for whatever reason. Um, John yeah. Michaels is advertised John, by being retired. Why, you know, you know, whatever. You know. Uh, well, he can always come back. I mean, he could. He could. <coughs> so, so it'll be interesting to see what. They, I wonder if it's going to be more than an hour, considering how much they have advertised. Uh, unless yeah. maybe, well, dirt, maybe dirty I think it I think it's a little bit easier this year because they're doing it in I think Fort Bragg or Fort Hood. Don't they usually? It's some it's some yeah, No, it's, no actually, it's it's a base in the US. They're not going to Afghanistan this year. Really? Huh. Yeah. Huh. They sent a few people over to Afghanistan to meet with the troops. Like I think um Vince McMahon went over, I think Eve went over, I think a few other people actually went over to visit with the troops. Mm-hmm. They're still over there, mm-hmm. but um, I think for the most, it's it's going to be in Texas this year, actually. Okay, okay. Well, you know, still, still, you know, it's a memorial thing, you know. I well, we don't have as many people over there, right, right now. Uh, and you again, not following the political stuff. So uh, right. I think that I think that's kind of the point. Like it's supposed to be the war is over. Yeah, yeah. So this is the the mission accomplished edition of tribute to the troops. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, in other WWE news, Goldust didn't make last night's show. He's been injured. He's. Uh, they said that he's had. I lost my story here. Uh, he's having an MRI on his shoulder Thursday. Um, so hoping nothing's wrong there. Best to him. You can follow him WWE Goldust on Twitter. Uh, so he's, he's a very entertaining follow. Dream. Everybody. And, uh, whoa. LB. Yes, sir. Go for it. What'd you saying? <laughs> Uh, he's a very entertaining follow, and um, yes, yeah, he, he, is. Yes, he is an MRI. And they also released uh, it's a uh, book T-shirt set in in the thing, you know, the thing, the thing, WWE the WWE Shop Zone, yeah, for his new <laughs> book, uh, which I believe actually is called Crossroads. Wow, for the, I didn't know Goldust was yes, doing a is. book. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, yep. He's he's an entertaining follow, but sometimes he just tweets dumb shit like about poop. So don't, don't tweet your poop, as Big Bob said, right? Wow. Um, don't, don't tweet your poop. What were you saying up there, Russell fan? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I agree with you. However, that's what he gets for torturing my Lithuanian dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lithuanian dream. Uh, let's see what else we got here. WWE Stand Up for WWE campaign has received the nomination for the most creative social media campaign of 2010. You can vote for this Trist- pretty much anything you could possibly imagine over at Mashable.com, which is a, a name I know I hear a lot in the uh, tech social media community. 
Uh, bing, 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 bing. Let's see, a few enjoyable moments. Soon. Ding, 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 ding. Wow, I, they're up against the uh, the Old Spice guy who remembered had the YouTube account <laughs> that oh, you could man. get I, a personal I would message have to from. Vote for the Old Spice guy. I, I think I would. They're, vote for they're, they're to the Old Spice guy. As, as well as I thought WWE did uh, sticking up for themselves in their fans. Or something like that. <laughs> um, Although Santino did an Old Spice commercial, I think I'd be sold on that. That is true. That is true. Uh, speaking of speaking of Santino, we have new tagging champions. Now looking at me, I am on a horse. Yeah, new tag team champions. New tag team champions. Great, great. You know, good for good for Kozlov. Good for them. Horrible for the tag division. Thank you very much. Moving on. <laughs> um, we've, 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 hey, they're the only Sorg, actual Sorg, tag team. Sorg. That's true. That's true. Sorg. Yes. They can actually have a credible feud with the Usos now. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Because Tamina is nobody's ever Santino. had a credible they feud with the Usos. That's never happened. I, it, maybe it'll be entertaining, but I don't think it's going to be anything worthy of a tag division in a in a belt. Okay, great. Oh well, no, right, but, but you know what? Just because the tag teams in TNA happen to be better wrestlers. There's still only four tag teams there. That's not a division. Yeah, yeah, and they're on that match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah I mean, it's ta- tag team tag team wrestling has really been lost. But I mean, you you get what you you know you get what you you know you get you get the best of it at least. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah, how it is. Yeah, I mean, WWE uses comedy. So. TNA uses it as the only wrestling on their show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, WWE uh, is uh, apparently pushing back their network. Uh, it's a 20, uh, let's see, uh, according to ProWrestling.net, plans for the network launch, to launch in August 2011 have been pushed to 2012 and perhaps beyond. Uh, COO Donna <coughs> Goldsmith confirmed this news to Reuters. Six, quote, it's taken us longer to galvanize the troops and figure out where we're going. I blame Mad Mike and his logging skills. Um, I blame Magus. Uh, you blame Blankets? There you go. I blame uh, Magus. I'm awesome, Sorg. I don't know if you've picked up on she, this. But... Uh, she goes on. Uh, my guess is more in the middle of 2012 or even the beginning of 2013 before we're ready to go forward. So there you go. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So so there there's I don't know what that says for the point of a mad one mad mic, but uh yeah. I I don't know what it says either. Stop making me cry, Sork. Let's see, there's some information <laughs> of some the, the Randy Orton's next film. Uh they had a picture over at Randy Orton.com, one of the uh big fan sites is a network of them actually. Uh, they, but they they're pretty good about getting some extra news about you know the people they follow, you know a lot of the divas have them too. So I'm loading up here, and there's way too much media for my Wi-Fi apparently. So uh, it's it, it is another one where they're going to have um, a, a limited theater release and uh, then then a straight to DVD. Uh, kind of on that note, I did notice Legendary John Cena's film from a couple months ago will be coming soon to the Netflix streaming. Already. Oh, really? Like, apparently within a few weeks or in a month. Um, so... And I bet you'll yeah, want to order it, but you still don't know how. I don't know how! So I want to watch this on my Xbox, but I don't know how! Because I just Red Ring this weekend. Man, my show is so much Oh. Yeah. Yeah, second Red Ring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should have a moment of silence for Sork's Red Ring. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's uh, going to be 99 bucks to fix it because I'm out of warranty. 
I've already sent it back. Oh, once. oh, yep, yay. Yeah, yeah. So, hundred bucks for that, or buy a new Xbox. Has my Netflix on it. It's my DVD player for the living room. Yeah, it's all kinds of fail. But my Wii works. Um, let's see. This is for sure, that Netflix Wii. for the Wii. I I do have Netflix yeah. on the Wii, but it's not in HD. Wow, that's no. that's weird. This is turning into the awesome cast. Let's move on. That's what I am is his movie. Um, there's a picture on here which is just Tim. It's very awkward. I don't even care to put it on the on the screen for you guys. Um, it's a coming of age story that follows 12 year old Andy Nicole, a bright student who, like most, I'm bored already. All right, it'll be a limited 2011 spring release, and let's say do what Legendary did, which is make... Yeah, where are the fireworks? I'm sure there'll be where another emotionally awkward uh, uh, quote for us to repeat and uh, beat to death in joke form. So let's move on from Sword, there. I would, I would love to repeat it to death in joke form, but I don't know how! <laughs> You're like crawling off the screen. What's going on back there? I don't oh, know. No, Can you at least put about. the camera where you are? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, let me well, see here. Let's fix this camera. Let's see, you're already already over there. Uh, Russell fan likes to go off off center to the right. Uh, Matt and Mike is the I'm only up. one. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? Stretches? Matt and Mike is all know. right. Everybody stop. Of the entire everybody group. stop for some calisthenics there. Wow. Wow. Ooh. Okay, that's better. That's and better. there's his eye. There you go. There you go. On that note. Uh, MVP, cut from the roster, apparently requested his release from his WWE yeah. contract. Uh, yeah. they're not. Isn't, isn't it great how everyone that gets released requested their release? Isn't that great <laughs> how that works out all the time, Sorg? Yeah, yeah. Isn't, isn't that funny? Yeah, isn't, it, isn't that ironic how... How WWE doesn't actually release anyone? No, no. They, everybody they, everybody they wants to leave. This is releases. this is the this is the great exodus. What's going on? Oh, oh my god! That was that was LB. <laughs> I'm gonna turn him down. For I think someone just got thrown into a trash compactor. I think he just unplugged his microphone. LB. LB. All right, we'll let him figure that out. Uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> MB- I liked MVP, uh, yeah, but yeah. he was. Uh, they weren't doing anything. He's with been him. a tweener. He's been a real tweener for a little while. So. Yeah, yeah. It, um, they haven't figured out what to do with him. Uh, he's not happy with the, nothing he's been doing. Uh, the word is that they, he's kind of in the same boat of, as a Matt Hardy. That there's this youth mo- movement that's really passed by the people of his generation, um, and they're expected to to you know kind of pick up and push him. You know, so. Right. I don't know. Whatever you, you think know of the that. Sad thing? What's that? You know the really sad thing. I watched SmackDown this week. Mm-hmm. I really, really liked the team of MB- MVP and Caval. Oh, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to see that. Oh my yeah. god, they were awesome. They were. They were absolutely pretty good. Awesome. They had matching outfits, which I don't think they coordinated. That it just ended up <laughs> that way. But. Oh, irony. But it was really... They really worked well together, and now that he asked for his release, it, mm-hmm. you can't do anything. Yeah. Well, think of it. I think of it like this. This will give him another chance for like uh, one of the minor uh, mid-carder guys in SmackDown to move up. Maybe like a Cabal or uh, you know something like that. Maybe get some more mainstream stuff, hopefully. 
definitely. Um, actually, actually, get more than one win. So, <laughs> so you know, expect him in TNA any day now. Uh, and he's also he's also, he's also uh, no, expressed interest any day after ninety days. Oh, that's right. Uh, he's also uh, you know been talking about working for New J- J- New Japan. Uh, he says he's expressed interest uh, in a match with Maso Chono in there, uh, according to uh, ProWrestling.net. So that may be good. Good for him, you know. I, I mean, hope he. So I yeah, it's uh, around to that. Hmm. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Uh, speaking of TNA, mm-hmm. there was a pay per view last Sunday. Oh yes, that's right. Now, now you you had a uh, pretty good breakdown of this wrestle fan. What did you think of it? Okay, I'll I'll make this short and sweet. There were three good matches. And they were all the matches that we expected to be good. <laughs> Everything else was what we expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. It was... Yeah, pretty much. I had a lot of problems with the pay-per-view. Mainly... Okay, I'll, I'll give a list that if anyone wants to jump in there, that there's... Okay. So we had the... Um, the first match I had a problem with was the uh, women's match. The uh, Falls Count Anywhere big old thing. Three main things. One, <laughs> one, they haven't had a champion in the past, or I haven't had a championship match in the past uh, two months now. Yeah. So, yeah. There you go with that. Second of all, I think this Falls Count Anywhere match would have meant more if they didn't have them brawling all over Impact every single week. Yeah, so it's just like a continuation and, and final to a match that's been a continuous match for several exactly. weeks. You know, Sork, I, I said this, I tweeted this, I think, before the uh, pay-per-view, or said in the chat room I was in, but with a pay-per-view called Final Resolution, <laughs> you should actually resolve something on it. Yeah, and yeah. TNA should never have a orbs, pay-per-view called Final Resolution. Well, yeah, judging it, from the orbs, yeah. none of these feuds <laughs> have resolved. And of course, everything, everything's getting filmed this week. They're having four tapings, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, yeah, and very sad they're to not see. Not having Wednesday because their champion might be jailed. Oh really? <laughs> oh, is he having a, a court date? Oh, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, Wrestle fan, or I'm sorry, LB. What was that? Uh, if there's any justice, yes, but in all likelihood, they're just gonna no. delay the trial again. Because of course, like a douche. Because of course, you can you know you can be Jeff Hardy and do Jeff Hardy things. And still be world champ, but we'll get into that later. Uh, the third problem I had with the match was the ending. Now they have the brawl all across the impact zone, you know, same old stuff. And all throughout, of course, Taz is making innuendos because he doesn't never takes the match seriously no, when it involves no, no. women. This is true. This is true. They fight. Um, they fight into not the women's bathroom, but the men's bathroom. They have a little brawl in there, including some very. <laughs> they the cameraman pan to a shot of a guy on the john, which yes. that was real classy. <laughs> okay, and then they're brawling in the room. Then out of nowhere, Madison Rain pops out from one of the stalls, sprays mm-hmm. uh, Mickey with a fire extinguisher, and no, she hit her with her- the belt. Oh, she hit it with the belt. But didn't she use the fire extinguisher too? Yeah, yeah. she used the fire extinguisher. Then I think no, no, there was a fire extinguisher. There was. There was a fire extinguisher. I'm pretty sure there was. Very aware of the uh, fire extinguisher. Yeah. Okay. Here's the problem. One, 
either Madison Rain spends a lot of time in the men's bathroom. <laughs> or two. Or two. She, she was, is, she was or giving two, a, she sees into the future and or, she knew that Mickey and Tara were going to fight in the men's bathroom. Or she was, or three, she was giving handies to the guy on the jaw next to her. Wrestle fan, there is this thing called a glory hole. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Madison Rain is very glorious, so there is a hole dedicated to her. <laughs> oh boy. So it was another pay per view gone come and gone and yeah, we but, all enjoyed it thoroughly. And then of course the you know and there was a lot of great matches. I I think there was a lot of great matches, like I said before there was three. The AJ Styles Doug Williams match was really great. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, mainly oh, due to the fact that, that there was no interference. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Best part about like, that match is that it had no run-ins at all. And then was that all of them? And then there was the uh, Full Metal Mayhem, aka TLC match. I thought was good. Another great match. Yes. Um, a lot. It's a little too we found my taste, some of the spots were. Yeah, some of the spots where we take back to the whole uh, uh, first ever TLC or first ever uh, triangle ladder match. Yeah. They set a table yeah. on top of two ladders and stuff like that. So uh, that was good, but everything else was downhill mainly because everything had a screw job ending. Yeah, everything was overbooked. You know, the, one the, that's one of the main reasons that the matches were so great because they were straight up matches. Yeah, yeah, it's what was advertised. Yeah, you know. Also, the Beer Money and Ink Ink match was really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. Well. I have to say, Beer Money, like, Beer Money has really become one of the best tag teams ever. Like, after uh, the, whatever, whatever they call themselves, the Outlaws broke up, you know, I thought that was going to be it for James America's Storm, Road. but uh, him hooking up with Robert Roode has been the best thing to ever happen to them. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you go. And he was a guy that was like, really, what are they going to do with this guy? Roode was a guy they were kind of putting in the title picture and, and weren't, and, and it was going back and forth. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. It, it's kind of goes back to that. It's like TNA is where there's a tag division. You know, let's be honest. If you want to see tag team wrestling, it's there. Mm -hmm. Ink, ink. Well, it, no, sort. Hmm. Sort. TNA is where there's tag team wrestling. Yeah, and isn't four that enough to start with? Four teams not make a division. I'm that's sorry. More, that's more. Wait, 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 wait. What do we have? What do we have in, in TNA? We have well, we have the Team 3D. Okay, obviously. Uh, <laughs> not anymore. Yeah, yeah, but we had them. Ink, Ink, um, uh, Beer Money. Which I don't know why people hate on Ink, Ink so much. Yeah, I, I think don't. I, don't, don't yeah, yeah, I think they're a great team. Uh, it's best Shannon Moore's done in, in years. Um, yeah. Since since three count. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and being the number one mm for then we got Gen Me and we got Motor City Machine Guns. Um, we, we have uh, uh, the team uh, of we have uh, the team of Eric Young and Orlando Jordan. Uh, wait, is Eric Young that officially gone? Count. No, Eric Young is what? back. He he served he the food at the Thanksgiving. And no, event. I think you can count that because what was beer money than two guys thrown together and they made it into a team? And I, there's a Sorry, very they've had one match together. Oh yeah. No, they've had like three matches together. One pay per view match. Um, Ooh, but, but that's true. Uh, it's, Orlando, it's, Orlando Jordan and uh, Eric Young are very, very entertaining as yeah, a tag yeah. team. Even if they're going to be a joke tag team, even if they're going to be a Santino, you know, a, a, a Santino and Kozlov, you know, at least they're not looking to give them the belts anytime soon. Knock on wood. Um, you got, you, I mean, 
What what else we got here? We got there's there's plenty of then they can act add makeshift teams. That what? Okay, so what? Five teams? I mean, that's ten people in your roster. You know, but sort. How much more do you want? How many how many teams were there? Eric Young, Eric Young and Orlando Jordan haven't wrestled together in a month and a half. Okay. In my opinion, they don't count as a team until they actually get in the ring and wrestle together. Okay, okay. Right well, now, they're then, just backstage And then to a segment. point, how, how many teams? Well, that's Cantino and Kyle. You know, I'll get, I'll get they that do wrestle every week. Think about how long it was before the Usos actually wrestled. That's together. true. That's true. And And how many teams can you focus on at one time? Well, I mean, how you, many you, teams do we focus on back in the That's a good question. Tons. Trust me, I've seen a lot of heat. Okay. There were okay. tons of tag teams back then. Okay, okay. Uh, and then if you, you want to throw into that, I mean, WWE up to recently had uh, Lance Hoyt and, and Kurt Hawkins. They have the Dude Busters. Uh, they have, who else has been thrown in together? The, the Gate you know. Crashers. They had um, Vance Archer and Kurt Hawkins. Yes. Vance Archer, um, Hawkins, and uh, Kalen Cross and Trent Beretta. And who knows who they're tossing together which, on a Which now they fired two of the guys from those teams and formed a new team with the other two. There you go. <laughs> yes, they should, they should be the gate busters. The gate busters. Or the, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, the gate um, busters. So, so there you go. So I, I don't know. I, I think... Uh, I, DNA has the best bet at tag team, right? <coughs> talk about with, with independence. Like, IWC has like three or four tag teams now, you know? Uh, yeah, but sorry, I you can't you can't you can't compare a roster of over eighty guys like TNA does okay. to IWC, okay. which has a significantly less roster. Okay, okay, yeah, and, and, and TNA, you know, TNA kind of makes a better go at it, I think, when they throw a couple guys together like that, though. You know, I'm not saying they all have good wrestling. I'm just saying you can't really call it a division. It's only four it's teams. A, it's a, uh, how we, many? Because we get on WWE by saying they don't have a tag division. How many? When women, they have yeah. the same number of teams. How many women's tag teams are there? That's pretty ridiculous right now. So, Speaking of women's tag teams and TNA having a great tag division, her, her, her. Oh, that, that's not fired. a segue? Okay. Oh, Hamada got fired? Yep. Yep. Oh, and geez. she's half of the yeah, champion. That's why the... TNA women's tag team champion. That's not the first time that's happened. The that's, that's not the first time that's happened, right? Nope. Austin oh. Kong was, cha- was champion when she left, too. Yeah. Ironically, with Hamada. Yeah, that's one of those things they need to hit the reset button on it. Let's get the happier thought. They How just about... need to. They just need to take away the women's tag titles in general. No one will. Nobody. Miss them. Nobody will remember it. Just be like, yeah, they'll just erase that from the website. Hulk Hogan is uh, to star in a new version of Hogan's Knows Best reality show. He wrote on his Twitter, "Yay!" Uh, that he was trying to decide if he'll agree to a new version of the show. Uh, it would be, he says, quote, it would be me, Jennifer, his girlfriend, and what's really going on with my life and my relationship with my kids. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be called Hogan Knows Nothing? <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. Hogan Knows Less. Um, Jesus Christ, Hogan nobody cares, Hulk Hogan. Hogan takes a poop. I think he's just stick with the internet thing. It works so well for the Hardy show. So, uh, move on from <sighs> there. <laughs> Let's see, uh, uh, Katie Waters... Uh, aka Katie Lee Birchall, aka whatever Winter. I think they're calling her in TNA. She's going to be a new movie called Project Guardian. Uh, it's an independently produced visual effects short film, which means it will be just as great as that Gail Kim film from Canada. With with uh, the... not it. No, I'm not yeah. watching that one. I was just gonna say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. 
So, uh, what else is going yeah. on here? Uh, we got, uh, oh, you know, Jeff Hardy almost didn't make that pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> no, no, he made the pay-per-view. Yeah, I heard yes, about yes. that. So he the, just wasn't according to there. Reports, uh, they came close to pulling him off the TNA resolution, final resolution. At one point, there was a concern about management that Hardy was in no condition to perform. Well, no, let's see, replacement and main events were discussed. Uh, the original main event... Uh, they don't say why he was on un- storyline way to take the belt off of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were they were they're talking about one of the the possibilities. It says here was them doing a uh, Matt Morgan Matt Morgan against Jeff Jarrett against uh, oh, I think Mr. Hey. Kennedy for for uh, the vacant oh, belt. God. I mean, this this is a problem. They should have brought back Kurt Angle. I mean, come I on, mean... guys. Yeah, but, well, Kurt Angle was on the poster for next month's pay per view, so we're expecting that. Um, yeah. yeah, but Fortune was but on the poster thing... for this month's pay-per-view. Oh, that yeah, was the worst-looking had... poster I've ever seen. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, a, a TNA, I, I, you really kind of need to stop sticking out here for, for the guys with the drug problems. You know what's happening. We know what's happening. This is the problem. The, show, the problem with this is it shows the unprofessionalism of TNA because if that happened in WWE, Jeff Hardy would be suspended. See that? That's from a 13-year-old TNA. He can figure it out. Dude, Where the fuck if that happened in WWE, Jeff Hardy wouldn't be suspended. First of <laughs> all, he would have been stripped of the belt. Yeah. Secondly, he would have been fired. Thirdly, he might have been arrested. Yeah, exactly. 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 WWE's a big company. Or at least, at least a- like, thrown into the rehab. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's going to get a letter from WWE about that rehab. I'm sure he's gotten several since because they still send those out regardless. Of, I bet. Been- I actually think they probably haven't sent it because he's in TNA. That could be. No. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, you gotta go in this rehab, but you can't be on TNA while you do it, you know, because you'll be in mm. rehab. Well, you just go ahead and get off TV there, buddy. Um, yeah. Mm. Throughout well, no, that match, he looked like he as had As far as WWE is concerned, if he's working for someone else, they are his responsibility. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, that, that's from last week's news. I think I just skipped the point here. Uh, of course, Slammy Awards are next week. I thought they were this week for some reason. Um,. Oh, Jill, yeah, Jillian's another yeah, or- one. Jillian's another one. Jillian Hall is another one that asked for her release, apparently. So, of course. Putting that out there on the <laughs> earlier discussion. So, anything else you want to touch base on here before we head out for this week, guys? Uh, yeah, Sork. There's like a lot of stuff. I don't know. That's everything I got pegged. What do you got? <laughs> what you got, Did sir? You watch the show. Michael Cole got RKO'd. Well, yeah, there's that. We had fun with that. We'll no, talk I'm- about that. When was the last time? That anyone can remember a wrestling show opening with an angle that's strictly about announcers and it being amazing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about it being amazing, but there was a few of those with Jim Ross. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remind, it reminded like, me, of not, course, when Jim not, Ross came back, uh, like back in like 99, I think. And like he played the whole heel thing with Michael Cole replacing him, so... And uh, is that when he brought back the fake uh, Razor and Diesel? No, no, he brought. Uh, that no. was when he brought back uh, Doctor Death. Oh yeah, that was bad. Mm-hmm. That was bad. Rest in peace, Doctor Death. And he had his own announce table in front of King and yeah. Uh, Cole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Hardcore Holly got slammed through it. <laughs> awesome, barely. Awesome. Uh, well, other than that guys uh would you like to learn a, a, a wrestle fan what'd you learn in wrestling this week 
Oh, I learned from this week in wrestling that um, some some people and some listeners of the uh, Wrestling Mayhem show uh, don't like John Cena. Uh, I know a lot of wrestling fans out there uh, do love John Cena, but I'll tell you one person that does love John Cena. Hmm. I just seen. Yes. If she, really. Yes. She, she made an appearance uh, at the uh, local uh, stuff a bus. Uh, for uh, Kiss, uh, I believe the station's Kiss, Kiss 96.1. Yes, Kiss 96.1. Right uh, found a John Cena action figure and uh, proverbially uh, flipped shit. <laughs> oh my god, I love John Cena, I think is what she said. Uh, you can go that's check awesome. It's actually the first video there on, uh, well, that's Joe Dombrowski. Uh, over there on iJustine.com, uh, right here with the fireman's hat. Uh, great video there. Um, for everything going on there. If you want more videos from that, it'd be a good time for a plug. Thank you, Russell fan. Uh, we mm. also have a video up over on SorgatronMedia.com, where uh, Chachi and I went out there and had a very intimate interview with the guys. And of course, uh, I remember this. Sorg, is, yes. Sorg, if if you also go through the archives of of YouTube, won't won't you see I Justine interacting with? Wrestling Mayhem Show Hall of Famer, the Stoke Monkey. Yes, with the Stoke Monkey doing and 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 with one uh, uh, DJ Lunchbox doing a funny little dance. That's true. There was definitely a dance. There's definitely I remember a dance. that. Actually, 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 you can you actually those videos should be all up on. They might well, the dance video might be over on uh, podcampgh.blip.tv. Um, and let's see, our video our video is right no, well, there. Uh, with Chachi there with the with the stuff of us guys, you see the let's see it was, the picture comes up by itself. No, what the heck is this? That's the wrong website. <laughs> I mean, hey, that's not proper that's, at all. SorgatronMedia.com. There's the guys right there. Uh, You're the SorgatronMedia.com talking to us, he's, and he's just saying the website over and over again. Go check that out. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt, Whoa, what's that? I said, what's wrong with me saying SorgatronMedia.com? SorgatronMedia.com. Plug, 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 plug. Oh, and uh, I also I also learned uh, Hot Wheels reminded me in the chat room, Shark Boy returned. Yes! Yes, Shark Boy. How I miss Shark Boy. And, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pissed off that Shark Boy returned. Why? Why? Because Why? the only reason Shark Boy returned was because TNA has no forethought into their product placement at all. They mapped out for a Shark Boy action figure probably a year and a half ago mm-hmm. when he wasn't even employed by the company. No, that was like and the first no, no, no. That, that was the, the first run. He was still employed. That was the like, first run. He is run. still employed. Yeah. He just hasn't no. done anything for I like remember, two years. No, no, I remember specifically. I got the Shark Boy action figure uh and uh he was at the gathering of the Juggalos selling his TNA t-shirt which I bought. And had him son the Shark Boy action figure. So he was very much. Yeah, hmm. I'm glad he's back. Are you talking some the money. DNA action figure or the old one? Oh, it's the first run. Uh, you mean the Jax ones? Then? Yeah, they, okay. he's coming out in the Jax figures. All right, well, he, you know. It wasn't on TV at all. So, you know, we. Okay, and now you, know, he is. you know how your video, yeah, there you go. You know how the video games are always like, well, those guys aren't part of the company anymore, and here's a bunch of people that are. I mean, what do you think the turnaround is on on lines of action figures? So, 
you know, it's all, several all I have to say about it is knows. he he's back on TV. He's getting paid a little bit. You know, I I believe yeah, yeah. there was a story about his like house burning down or whatever or something. Oh, you know, so good for him. Good for Shark Boy. Oh. Russell fan, I guarantee you won't see him again. That's fine. That's fine. He got paid. Who cares? Hey, Sharky are we, got. Are we looking Sharky for? T- are we looking for Shark Boy to get a title run in the future? No, we don't care. He came up. It was fun. Whatever. Oh, Great. They need some X division guys. Oh well. Um, he got paid. You know, uh, Riz learned from the chat room that TNA you can be accused of stalking your ex and come in unable to perform and wind up the world championship. With the world championship. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So, um, man, Mike, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? I learned that CM Punk <laughs> is amazing. It's really spectacular. He, he, he's, he's probably the, the quickest turnaround I've seen from in-ring performer to announcer for the A show I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's it. There and I go. also learned that TNA can't have a non-fucked-up finish to a main event to save their lives. <laughs> well, you know the usual. <laughs> Ever. LB, what'd you learn from wrestling this week? Uh, I learned that uh, there's still a little life left in this Nexus angle yet. Uh, the ending of Raw was uh, pretty that, awesome yeah. with the whole, you know, you hire Vaccina or we'll kick you out of Nexus. That was awesome. Uh, I was actually talking last night on Facebook. I, I, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That that's one other thing I learned. It's always great to see Starscream deliver an ultimatum to Megatron. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I was talking with uh, a friend, a friend of ours, Josh, uh, here locally on Facebook. And he's like, oh, they're destroying Nexus. Why are they doing this? Uh, and I was like, because it's entertaining and different. Because it's not entertaining for Nexus to roll over everybody for six months. You know, it's not entertaining for John Cena to win all the time. And he has lost. John Cena has lost for the last three months, practically. And uh, and it's been it's been entertaining and interesting and different, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he has been losing longer than that, Sorg. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, exactly. There you go. The last big win John Cena had was at SummerSlam. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, in the big match, the big, the big uh, tag elimination match. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, when everyone said that they buried Nexus, oh yeah, here we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like everybody's like, oh, they lost the big match. They're screwed and going to get buried and sent back to OVW or whatever they have now, FCW. It's like, guys, guys, it's for a reason, you know. Uh, it, it's the whatever, you know. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 pro wrestling, guys. It's pre written. It's going where they wanted to go. It's a story. You know, sometimes the bad guy needs to play the foil and be the guy that 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 lets the you know makes the the the, the good guy look good. You know, that doesn't mean he's being buried. That means it's the next progression of a storyline. It's writing one hundred and one. You know, it's booking one hundred and one. So, anyways, anyways. Yeah, so, like I said, thing. like I said when Jamie this angle started, like crown. this is the most interesting scene has been yes. to me personally ever. So. Yes. I like it. I've liked it every step of the way. Definitely. And, and Mad Mike, yeah, uh, uh, Seamus has an awesome outfit for the King of the Ring. I, I love Seamus. Oh, my God. The King Seamus is the greatest the thing Kelda of all time. King, the Kelda King is going to be amazing. I hope they keep going with this. Um, and I think it, <laughs> I think it's all right that he's feuding with John Morrison. Uh, yeah, that, that's, you know, two guys can go and like to see what they can do with it. Um, now, yes, next step is... 
Sword, what did you learn this hey, week? Hey, there you go. I learned that, uh, I learned, I learned that CM Punk, uh, can read emails with the best of them. Um, taking over the GM spot. Um, and yeah, that's really all I got this week. I think it's a light week. So, there you go. All right. So that's all. Guys, like, again, please check out the app. Please, uh, check us out over on sorgotronmedia.com. It's got all the stuff we're working on here. Uh, you can check me out at right there uh, at Sorgatron, Sorgatron.com. We got a lot of stuff. Look, I'm playing with a train, guys. I have a choo-choo train. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, Father, LB, do you like the... playing with his trains again. LB, do you like the Christmas setup here? I do. I do. I think it's spectacular. Yeah. We're big, gonna... big fan of the Christmas. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, again, with guys, that, any luck, by next week I'll have a little Christmas setup here of my own. Excellent. Everybody needs a spinning Christmas tree in their setup. Um, and maybe if we can see uh, WrestleFans stocking. Shit. That's weird. I'd, yeah. ha- I'd have to broadcast from a completely different location <laughs> source. My tree's all the way uh, over there. Yeah, some pencil in the background or something. Something festive. Um, again, it's up. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. At Mayhem Show on the Twitter. Uh, for all our updates about the show, hit us up on uh, uh, our phone number is 412-206-WMS0. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the air. We have proof this episode. Um, and please uh, check out WMS Gold. It's uh, apparently under The Wrestling Show on uh, Android uh, stores where we'll be looking into that uh, and why that is. Uh, but you can get mm-hmm. it. It's $1.99, and it supports the show. Thank you very much in advance. Um, oh, and do it a the Prince Magus will be reading my prepared statement that he has to read. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Uh, again, next week's scheduled guest is Kevin Kelly from uh, Ring of Honor. So we're looking forward to that. And after that will be the Christmas Fuck episode. Yeah. Please, announcer. please send out uh, your Christmas tidings on uh, a voicemail, video voicemail. Uh, just email us the link to your YouTube page for that. Uh, or just, you know, send us an email of all your holiday tidings, and we'll put them together for the show. Uh, you guys, you know the Twitters, at, May- at MadMike4883, uh, WrestleFan2000, DJ Lunchbox. Anybody else got anything else we wanna, they want to toss out there that's going on? I like ham. He likes ham. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Mayhem. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oh yeah! La 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 la! Full circle. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Please subscribe to our iTunes streams and blog at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Email us at goodtimes at wrestlingmayhemshow.com or call us with any comments at four one two two zero six WMS zero. We love to hear from our fans, and who knows, maybe you'll make it onto the show. The Wrestling Mayhem Show was recorded live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in front of a live internet audience, and is a production of Sorgatron Media. You can be part of the show as we record live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on TalkShoe.com and Eastern.tv.